Go for it. Hey guys, welcome into another live edition of Homefield Tailgate this week, Championship Saturday in college football. We are super excited to be here. We have a great show planned for y'all today. Uh, college basketball going on, college football going on. It's a, a, a great time uh, in the sports world. NFL is obviously being played tomorrow as well. Mm-hmm. We're excited for a, a great show today. Doing this, it's like a pick em show, I guess, because this is the first one we've ever done on a game day. Right. Yeah. we get started. Quick word from our sponsors. Uh, today, we are brought to you by Community Donuts here in Oxford. If you're in the area, stop by and get some. Will Best I'll jalapeno kolaches in Oxford. Yeah, Will and I will be munching on those today. Already had two. Sponsored by Wally Morgan Insurance Agency. Whether you need auto insurance, home insurance, life insurance, or supplemental health products, they're the place to call in North Mississippi uh, and Arkansas, Tennessee, Alabama, Louisiana. So, um, and confirm about the quality of service you get at Wally Morgan State Farm here. In service is great. It is service great, is great service. They are experts in the field of insurance, and I would highly recommend them to anyone looking to either reshop their insurance or their policies coming up. So, yes, do we want to give? We still have the Chick Fil A giveaway going on. Do we want to give our everyone one more opportunity to enter today, or do we want to go ahead and pick a winner? I say we give people one more opportunity. You know, we've okay. told people about this live stream. I say we do it on what what we're going to do Wednesday next week. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay. I couldn't remember the date. Yeah. Well, we said the deadline was like tonight, essentially. But yeah. I think we should give people more time. Okay. Well, let's do it. Awesome. Will, who is the head coach at Gulf Shores High School? Mark Hudspeth. Former head coach at ULL. Former associate head coach at Mississippi State. And he's winning games, it looks like. Yeah, because he's recruiting pretty well. Well, good. Good for him. Well, go the bill and get some that? athletes and bring them back to the beach. Kudos to him. Was there a reason why you sent me the final score of Gulf Shores you follow tonight or last night? I just want to make sure you're keeping up. I keep up with high school football. Yeah, uh-huh. too much. You're a high school hero. <laughs> Briarwood was put out a couple weeks ago. Well, how's Briarwood basketball going to be this year? I don't know. I don't follow high school basketball. Mm. Little Mountain Brook Shartans. Dude, I really don't give a crap about high school, like, at all. Oh, there's a dancing seal on the screen right now with the Bama Georgia helmet. This is awesome. Oh, the seal picked Georgia. Ah, damn. I I need to document that. That was adorable. Well, we'll get into it a little bit. Um, Did y'all watch the Pac-12 championship last night? Yes. Yes, let's start with that. Um. Great game. Washington came yeah. out, kicked ass early on. They came out ready to play. America's been on Oregon. Talk for the ever since that game is that Oregon should have won. Yep. Oregon's the better team. Oregon's going to beat them in the Pac 12 and go to the playoff. People have kind of been counting on that. Washington yeah. came out, proved everyone wrong. Um, could have been 24 to three if there wasn't for Man. one over, overthrown pass. It the was disrespect of Washington being a nine and a half point underdog. For the past four times these teams have played, the game has been decided by less than a touchdown. I think it's actually three points or less, like something crazy. Really? Other than the Pac-12 championship, obviously, the yeah. four previous to that. Yeah. Last game of the Pac-12 football history. Yep. And uh, what's crazy is that that game could be played in Indianapolis next year as a Big Ten championship. Well, Michigan's going to be in one of those spots, so maybe Oregon or Washington. Yeah, but right? Michigan loses a lot next year. After they win the title this year, 
you know, it's going to be a little bit of a hangover. Jim Harbaugh here. sets off to the sunset to go coach the Bears. Harbaugh can't get it rolling like Kirby and win back-to-back and then go for a three-peat? <clears throat> I don't think so. Okay. We have some self-awareness this morning. <laughs> nice well, I'm proud of you. Yeah, you've come a long way. Okay. Um, did Michael Penix do enough last night to win the Heisman? Enough to make it interesting. I think Daniels I think, yeah. it. I think he played a great game. Um, but, man, Daniels has been the best player in college football all season. We've talked about this for, I feel like, four weeks. LSU is a 6-6 six and six team without Jaden Daniels this year. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I I can see that argument for sure. Um, so the updated um line odds odds, odds I, I was blanking on odds for some reason. Updated odds for Heisman. Uh, obviously last night before the game, Bo Nix was the favorite. Yep. As of this morning, I saw where a book posted Heisman odds, Daniels minus seven hundred, Bo Nix and Michael Penix were both like plus three fifty. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think it should be Daniels. All Knicks had to do was win that game. and Yeah, but he didn't. couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. And he didn't play great to start either. I mean, he threw, he had, he threw they went pick. three and out their first two drives. Yeah, quickly. Three passes. They even get – Washington was on the field that entire first quarter. Mm-hmm. It felt like we watched Washington's offense for most of the first half. Yeah, yep. give Oregon some credit. Was. I don't know what the time of possession was, but it was ridiculous. But you got to give Oregon some credit. I mean, that would have been a lot of teams would have folded in that situation. It would have been a blowout to begin with, but they yeah. fought their way back into they it. Yeah. Their way back also, I love if okay, hear me out. Will, how great would this be? Okay. If Alabama loses today. And then Oregon and Alabama play in a New Year's Six Bowl. Bo Nix Revenge Tour versus Alabama one last time. He, uh, yeah, he needs to tie up that record against uh, Bama. He's one. He's one and two right now. Yep. Hasn't won since he was a freshman in 2019, I think. Yeah. He hadn't played him four times. Did no, he, play he played four? three years at Auburn. No, oh, he's been at Oregon too. This is his second year. Yeah, I right. forgot about that. Oh, Saban's on TV right now. Speak of the devil. <laughs> it's amazing. Him how, and his best friend, Pat McAfee. It's amazing his hair color stays the same despite – You don't think he colors it? Well, that was my joke. Uh, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> Actually, I, I feel like it looks like he's gotten younger, you know? He's like Benjamin <laughs> Button. That's bad for the SEC. I didn't mean to steal your thunder, Will. <laughs> Also, some breaking news from earlier this week. Another Alabama basketball player has been suspended. Uh, his name's Nick Pringle. Um, I mean, if he doesn't suspend Brandon Miller for assisting a murder, this must have to be. He must have actually had to murder somebody to get suspended. I saw where uh, someone said this. Someone said Pringle must have joined Hamas. <laughs> Hamas. The, Hamas. the Crimson Hamas. Yeah. Oh, man, that's terrible. <laughs> 90 miles to their west, uh, that university had people uh, join ISIS. So It's always one of my fun facts is that uh, Ole Miss has had 27 Rhodes Scholars. Mississippi State has had two, which ironically is the same amount of students they've had join ISIS. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about Liberty last night? I watched about five minutes of that game. 
not only did they win, but they covered. They're thirteen and zero. Conference USA, right? Yeah. So USA champions. Yep. yep. They're gonna have. They're ranked in the top twenty-five. They have a chance to go to a New Year's Six Bowl. They have a zero percent chance. Yeah. They have zero. Either I think either SMU or Tulane or SMU will be ranked higher. Yeah. yeah. Only thing is have fun of the Boca Bowl. Yeah. Well, when we start with today's games, we can start with uh, Tulane and SMU. Let's do it. Um, get the lines pulled up. We can get them up real quick. It was five and a half last time I looked. I think it still is five and a half, but I have it right here. It's now three, actually. Tulane is a three-point favorite. That's what, yep, yep. That's surprising. It's it's moved that way, even with SMU's um, starting quarterback breaking his leg last week out for the season. Um, however, SMU plays defense. They play real defense. I think they can slow down Tulane's uh, rushing attack. Tulane starting running back averages over three and a half yards after contact, though. Very good runner, powerful runner. Um, we saw him against Ole Miss. He was good after contact. We'd hit him at the line of scrimmage, and he'd have a four or five-yard gain. Yep. Um, uh, th- that is the strength of SMU's team, though. Um, and I think their defense will keep them in this and keep it close. Uh, like I said, I had it at five and a half earlier in the week. I like SMU to cover that. Three is probably what it's going to end up being closer yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I think I can see Tulane winning by a field goal, so I don't have a side on this game. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if SMU wins. Yeah. Even with their quarterback out. I had the same opinion. I kind of would be. Uh, yeah, well, SMU obviously lost their quarterback recently. Tulane's been playing a lot better. Like, they handled UTSA a lot I know they were kind of skating by this whole year, but this is potentially Willie Fritz's last game at Tulane. He's rumored to be the front runner for the Houston job. Perhaps probably last game at SM, or SMU at Tulane. Mm-hmm. I think this is the 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 swan song, and they they rally and win a conference championship. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thomas. I kind of side more with you, Addison. However, I do think that Tulane will end up winning this game. I think three is kind of a comfortable line. It's a one-score game. It'll be into the fourth quarter, I think. I mean, to your credit, like you said, SMU does play defense. But Tulane's built like a – a. I don't want to say like lower-tier SEC roster, but like they have a great roster, for, especially in the trenches on the offensive line and defensive line, and I think they'll take care of business. They have the more experienced quarterback – They've been in this position as a team collectively together, and I think that will lead them to victory today. Yeah, Tulane's been solid all year. They have one loss, that is, to a top-10 SEC game, and Southern Miss had their backup quarterback playing in that game. So who knows what what the season could have been had he played. Um, But very great season by Tulane. Yeah. Um, You know, only to to cap it off with a conference championship and have your only loss be to a top 10 SEC team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty damn good year. Yeah. Michael Pratt, will he play in the NFL? I think he's going to play at LSU before we can have that conversation. Oh, he has eligibility left? Yeah, he's going to go. He's transferring to Power 5 school. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's going to be LSU, but um, I think LSU is going to rob him Nussmeyer. I mean, Nussmeyer is great. That's a good point. There's a reason he's still there. I just LSU was the first one that came to mind because there's speculation that he's entering the transportal. It was rumored that he was, and then he said, 
no, I'm not, but kind of everyone thinks he is. And LSU just makes sense. Like Louisiana, you know, Baton Rouge is right down the road from New Orleans. Uh, I'm thinking going to FSU. Mm. They're going to need a quarterback. Follow his head coach to Houston. Could be. Could go to Houston, though, when you go to state. You just said FAU. FSU. Uh, I thought you said FAU. Yeah, true. Roddenmaker for Florida State's awful. And he might not even – If you all want to go uh, into that game now, I mean, that's a great lead-in. We're talking about FSU. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Uh, Louisville and Florida State obviously played today. Uh, Florida State, you would imagine if they win, they'll be undefeated. They'll get into the championship – or the championship, the college football playoff with a chance to go to the championship. Yeah. Um, they're obviously without their starting quarterback, and their backup quarterback, Roddenmaker, is a game-time decision on concussion protocol. So they could be playing their third-string quarterback today. Um, America's rooting for Louisville. Yeah. I think that's fair, safe to say. At this point, no one thinks that Florida State, without their quarterback, is a playoff team. They're not one of the four best teams in the country at this moment. They've had a great year. They were one of the four best teams in the country. But let's have this discussion, too. If they do win this game, they should make the playoff. Yes. Based off resume. Yes, they should. Yes. I think it sets up – Addison, you go. Sorry. I don't want to cut you off. No, no. no. I I was was just going to say, I mean, based on resume, I mean, technically, yes, they should. But even if they win today, they're not one of the four best teams in the country. No, they're They're not. not, But it sets a really – tough precedent if you leave out an undefeated ACC conference champion in the final four. And because of that, if they win, I think they're in, I think that there are probably eight teams in the top 10 right now that would beat them in their current state. If you think about it, you know, but yeah, if if they win, they're in. I think the majority of the top 15 would beat Florida state. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's not how that's supposed to work. No. Yeah, if they were if they were a one loss team and they had an injured quarterback going up against another one loss team, completely different story. It won't even yep. be considered. But they don't have a loss, and you can't. That's that's just not how that works. No, and it it sucks because we're going to get a blowout in the in the playoffs yeah. if that's the case. But yeah. I have no issue with them being in it if they win today. I saw quiet, where, what's I saw, the what's the line? It's it's, it's four so and a half Florida State favorite. Um, okay, well to get in, I think this is, go ahead. I, Will. I was just gonna say I, I thought I think we're this is a mute point because I think Louisville's gonna beat them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, th- I think Louisville is gonna beat them. Uh, I think it's a great pick, probably my lock of the week. Louisville t- to beat Florida State today. Um, if Florida State pulls it off, I will just be sad. Like Louisville looked good in a loss to Kentucky. Kentucky just kind of runs that game, but I mean Kentucky has a better quarterback than Florida State right yeah. now. Oh, and, and and better better running back too. Uh, Florida's defense is atrocious. I mean, hell, they let Arkansas come in and beat them in Florida um, in that same stadium. Florida State only had 224 yards of offense last week in the entire game, and Florida's defense is not good. Um, So, I, I like Louisville here. That That's my pick, one of my picks of the week um, to win the mm-hmm. ACC. I do, too. I like A pretty Louisville. good year for Louisville. I mean, if you take out the – my, I mean, my goodness, what could have been that that atrocious loss to Pitt. Still, and then if they could have survived, Kentucky Louisville could be playing for a playoff spot today. Jeff Brom's first year. I mean, I mm-hmm. think I think every Louisville fan would have signed up for eleven and two in an ACC title. Yep. Regardless, also like, I think it goes to speak. You know, there's 
you know, the Arkansas situation, I know that they hired, you know, a, a dynamic offensive coordinator who's been there before in Fayetteville. But like, if, if you think that your coach is like not the guy, just go ahead and fire him. And Louisville is the blueprint model for that. You know, they fired their coach because they didn't believe in him. They didn't waste another year. Brom comes in and I they're playing for the ACC. Game. What? I hate to correct you, but he wasn't fired. Louisville's coach. Oh, he left. That's right. He went to Cincinnati. That's right. He went to Cincinnati. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of one of the head scratching moves, but he was it. He was going to get fired if he said another year. They were yeah. getting fed up with him. Okay. But Brom turned down Louisville two years ago, mm-hmm. right? And then decided to come on. He is an alum. He is mm-hmm. an, he's a Louisville alum. He's a guy there. So yep. Mm-hmm. Well, without further ado, let's get into the uh, uh, the team that I don't think anyone in America expects to lose today. Michigan is a 22-point favorite – oh, down to 21-and-a-half-point favorite against Iowa at 7, to, 7 o'clock tonight on Fox. Well, we'll let you start. First off, I'm just so used to Michigan winning Big Ten championships now. It's, it's unbelievable. It's just year after year. Crushing Ohio State's dreams at the end. Um, seeing Marvin Harrison wall around on the field after that pick was just beautiful. But back to this game. I believe the fun, the, the most interesting betting line I've seen this year, it's not the under or anything. Iowa's team total for the first half betting line is a half a point. That is, and I think the money on. I think the odds are better on the side of them not scoring. That is the craziest stat I think I've ever seen in my life. And it's not. It's not that crazy when you think about it, though, because I don't no. know how score today. I think Michigan wins this game something like thirty-four to nothing. So Michigan wins. Michigan covers the road to hoisting that trophy in, in Houston is on its way. And think about this: that uh, Big Ten commissioner Tony Petiti is going to have to hand that trophy to Jim Harbaugh tonight. Is that going to feel good, Will? It's going to feel good for Jim. Yes. Yeah, so they obviously get Harbaugh back. Um, Michigan's not going to be in a sleepy spot here. Uh, the past two years after they beat Ohio State and going into the conference championship, they scored 40 points. Um, 42 and 43. 42 and 43, and the, they didn't give up. Maybe did someone score about 20 against them last 22. year? It was 43 to 22 last year. Against Iowa? Purdue. Oh, Purdue. Who did they play the year before? Iowa. Iowa. And what was that? 42 to 3. 42 to 3. Yeah. So uh, and that Iowa offense was a lot better. So the pa- the past two years against coming off the Ohio State loss, they haven't been sleepy. Yeah. Hell, even two weeks ago in a sandwich spot playing Maryland, they came out, scored a lot of points. Um, the over under for this game is 34, 34 and a half in that ballpark. Michigan might cover it by themselves. I think they come yeah. out, they play till the end, they make a statement. Um, maybe they try to make a play for the number one overall ranking. Mm-hmm. Going into the playoff, um, I guess they could be flipped technically. They need Georgia Maybe. to lose. Georgia, if Georgia beats the number eight team in the country, they're not. Uh, that Michigan's not jumping them out. They're beating Iowa. But I don't think Michigan's going to come out and play with their food here. I, I think they're going to come out and kick ass. Michigan, 22, 21 and a half point favorite. I love it. Take Michigan. I like that pick. Um, it's my lock of the week. Michigan team total points over also. So that should be uh I think it's, it was 27 or 28. Let me go back and look at that. Um, but I do like that pick, whatever it is, especially if you get it under 28. Mm-hmm. I'll confirm that for y'all. 
It's 28. It's right at 28 still. Um, I still like that. I'm going to hit it right now. Michigan over 28 points today. Yeah, I feel good about that. Actually, I think I'm already taking it. Iowa only was fortunate enough to play one of the power programs of the Big Ten, the Power Three. Um, and they lost to Penn State 31 to nothing. And Penn State was the worst of the Power Three. So yeah, but also we've we've seen this song and dance before with Michigan and Iowa in the Big Ten championship game where the over-under was kind of small and Michigan won like 42 to like seven or something crazy. And what was that? 2021? 21, 42 to three. Yeah. Um, and let's also not forget Iowa should be 11 and one. <laughs> they really should be. They got screwed on that call against Minnesota, which yeah, is crazy to think yeah. about. That yeah. it, like it they, doesn't matter. Go look, go read the rules. If you point at a spot and then wave your teams away, it's the same thing as the fair catch. You cannot. No, uh, I know. I know the rules. I know. I something about the hand, like the. I thought you it was can't about point, height. You can't point at the ball and then wave your teammates off. I don't think he meant. He I don't think he meant to do that. But beside the fact, it is crazy that Iowa's offense scores an average of what 13, 14 points a game, and they're a two-loss team. That is <laughs> crazy. It's inc- it is it's impressive. Like how has their defensive coordinator ever won like the defensive coordinator coach of the year? Coordinating coach of the year, of Royals I think uh, he has. Okay, well, he should. He should win it every year because that is who is their DC? Bill Parker. Would he be a good head coach? Will I don't know. He's never been a head coach, but uh, I mean, he can't do worse than what they're doing now. Just put him a head coach, and maybe he can find a coordinator for offense. But he's probably. I mean, with Mark Stoops being locked in at Kentucky, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, they just promote Phil Parker next year. Mm. There's a lot of rumors that this is Kirk Ferentz going to retire. Yeah. This year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he doesn't you know, retire, he to take, do one more year, go out and find an OC. Well, considering the OC is his son. I, I know, think. but he's 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 leaving. Uh, his son's leaving. Yeah, but that's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think he wants to – what if he wants to have one more year without his son as OC, see what he can do? He wanted to keep his son, though. I don't know if you know – like, that's the way Iowa structured it is that – Iowa's OC reported directly to the AD instead of the head coach because of nepotism laws in Iowa. So Iowa's AD fired his son, not Kirk Ferentz. So that's why I think he's done after this year. I think he's just like, eh, whatever. I mean, he's the second most – I think he's the – he might be – is he the winningest coach in Iowa history now? I don't know. He's either one or two. Hayden Fry's up there. But – um. All good. All good. Do we have any more parting thoughts on Michigan Iowa? I think you can give the over a look here, actually. Also, I was thinking that too. I think Michigan get the over themselves. They might. They might. I mean, don't get an argument for me. Iowa might score also like Iowa's team total under in a way. Um, so like the things that they especially do well, um, you know, create turnovers, uh, and they're uh. Punt returners good, kickoff specialists good on those uh, special teams. Michigan is top five in the country in special teams, uh, you know, defending special teams. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Iowa's going to get any help there. I don't think they're going to be luck. Um, the only thing that would help Iowa here, uh, I think the only I would really score is if Michigan turns the ball over deep in their own territory and allows 
I would get good field position. Doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't think I will will go over on their team total. So it's definitely something to look at. Um, if you like luck, you know yep. you got to be a little lucky in gambling. So, um, mm-hmm. if you think I was going to get lucky, take their over. If you don't think they're going to get lucky, take their under. Yeah, that's a fair point. What's Will, Will says Texas, Oklahoma State next. Thomas, you want to kick us off? Yeah, that's fine with me. Um, man, I think 14 and a half points is a lot of points. I think Texas wins this game, but I lean towards Oklahoma State covering. Okay. Um, Plus, I'm rooting for full chaos today. And part of that is Texas winning and then Alabama winning and then Florida State winning. So then there's one spot and there's three teams with a one losses that played in their conference championship game that you can make an argument for the fourth spot. I just want to see what happens from that scenario. Before I dive into the game, got to talk about the uh, the controversy that came about yesterday with the uh, farmhouse Longhorn yep. on their lawn. Yep, that made that made some news, and everybody was like thinking that someone just killed a Longhorn and put it on the front yard of a fraternity mm-hmm. in Oklahoma State. Turns out it was just a uh, – it's just been a prank war that's been back and forth with another fraternity. And uh, <clears throat> that that uh, Longhorn was already dead. So Are they, they still going to get in trouble? I don't know. Apparently the thing said uh, they're not turning over film to the uh, police. Interesting. Okay. So, and that Farmhouse is not going to press charges or anything. So. Okay. That was crazy. So, regardless, that was very crazy. And – I don't think there'll be a dead Longhorn on the field this Saturday. I think Texas is going to kill Oklahoma State. Texas is going to win. I expect them to cover. Here's why. Oklahoma State is dead last in explosive passes on defense. Mm. Texas is going to come out and throw the ball. Their offense has been trending up lately um, with Mullet Boy getting healthy. Why don't I just blank on his name? Early Saturday morning. Goodness, getting healthy again. Offense trending up. They're going to throw the ball all over Oklahoma State. I like the team total on Texas here as well. Um, I think it was – I took it. It was 33, I think, in that ballpark. I expect Texas to score a a lot of points. They're going to play till the end. They need style points. They want to impress the committee. They're going to come out ready to play. They're going to play 60 minutes of complete football. Um, Oklahoma State on the defensive side has allowed 30 points in recent weeks to UCF, BYU, and Houston. Um, none of them have the offensive power that Texas does, so that favors Texas here. On the other side of the football, Oklahoma State relies on the run heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to run the ball uh, to get their offense going. They run it with Ollie to set up the uh, – Play action pass. Texas is excellent at defending the run. Oklahoma State is not good in passing down situations, and Texas is good in passing down situations on defense. So I fully expect Texas to not only win but cover today. Okay. That's a fair point. With the data, you make a compelling argument. Thank you. What do you think, Mr. Wilson? I already said I think that Texas does not cover, but they win. I think it's more of a 10-point game. 
I'm documenting this, so. I could see it. I, I mean, I can see it going either way. Mike Gundy could – he's been good against – even this year as an underdog against yeah. right teams. Mm-hmm. So, I can definitely see them covering. He but, always seems – they always seem to get some magic in spots. Also. He's also like – Credit to Mike Gundy, because this has been an incredible coaching performance on his end. Like at the beginning of the year, we all thought they were gonna like not make a bowl game after the South Alabama game. Now they're playing for the Big 12 championship game, which is pretty awesome. Steve Sarkeesian is 0-2 against Mike Gundy. Yeah. Let's go. Uh Texas seeking their first 12 win season since 2009. Wow. Yeah. That was um Cole McCoy in the national championship. They went 13 and one, lost to the Crimson Tide. Will was probably there. I was not. We got out, of, we, we were out of school that day because it was uh, of ice. So, oh, that's right. We were. I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Out of school because of what? Ice. Yeah. We couldn't drive to school. Like mm-hmm. Birmingham. I couldn't drive to school anyway, but Birmingham shuts down always if there's like even like a half inch of snow or ice. On the road, on the road, yeah. It, it, that's the thing too is people don't realize with Birmingham is it's so hilly and you know of course like that like the yep. slightest bit of ice and you're in a ditch. Yep. I We're like not going to go down a, a side a side tangent here, but there was the time I think it was well I think either our sophomore or junior year in high school 2014, 2014 snowmageddon. Yep where we were in school and the snow came and it was an absolute shit show. Like we were out for three days. So many wrecks happened. My car got tail like I got hit in the back. It was great. Didn't have state farm at the time, but now I do. And I'm very thankful for that. I had to stay at one of my friend's house who lived right next to the high school at, uh, because my, I live like 30 minutes away from my high school. So that was a fun, that was a fun little couple days. We were out of school for a whole week because of that. But it was, but the, moving forward, we'll get back to ball. Do y'all have anything else to say about the Texas Oklahoma State game? Look them. Let's go. I really want. I think it'd be a great uh, first round matchup: Texas and Michigan. I They're think they play each other next year anyway. Going to that, I know, but it'd be different teams. Michigan Texas Rose Bowl would be insane. I think the matchup this year would be really compelling right. for for those two teams. It'd be a fun game. Fun. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to get it. I think we're going to get Michigan-Washington in the Rose Bowl, and we're going to get Georgia-Texas in the uh, Sugar, which leads us, I believe, the last one we've done yet is Georgia-Alabama, right? You would be correct. We have not done that. I and mean, there's a Mac game today, but we don't care about that. Uh, yeah. Well, the Mac game, I'll just briefly touch on that. Toledo is going to win and finish the season 12-1. and one. Yep, with their one. Troy and Appalachian State also State. played today. Ooh, I forgot App State. Yeah, Troy is going to beat App State. Do we agree with that? It's a six and a half point favorite. I took Troy in my pick'em group. I think yep. that's a wise call. Asin, uh, how are you still in first place in that? I'm one game back. Okay, rooting for you. Even after last night, I'm one game back. Okay. The guy in first place, we had the same exact picks. However, the guy that was tied with me for second. Had or had Washington, so there's actually two people, uh, one game ahead of me right now. I mean, it's a there's there's only about five people that can win it, uh, and it'll depend on obviously depend on today's games. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> so moving into Alabama, Georgia, 
Yep. Uh, Will, we'll let you start. Georgia is a five and a half point favorite. Four and a half now. Uh, down to four and a half, Thomas tells us. Um, yeah, I think I think this game's going to be close. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's going to be a rock fight. Um, and I will, I'll just clarify if this game does get to be a blowout, it will be Georgia blowing them out. But I see this game something like 24 21. Mm-hmm. Georgia wins mm-hmm. on the last field goal or touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think with how Carson Beck's been playing, he's been playing out of his mind. Yep. He's gonna be he's gonna be a Heisman front runner next year. Yep. You that, that that might be sealed for next year. Yep. But um yep. I just trust him more than I trust Milrow. And I trust Georgia's defense more than I trust Alabama's. So give me uh give me Georgia in a close one. But Nick Saban's gonna have him ready. It's going to be a I mean, it's going to be a incredible game, which I can't wait to watch right after Almost beats Memphis. Yeah, too many points. I like Bama to cover here for sure. I do think Georgia will end up scraping it out, maybe. Um, some bets to look at uh, in particular, first half under, maybe even first quarter under. Interesting stat. Last four times these two teams have played, in the first quarter they have combined to score 13 points total. Damn. In four first quarters combined, 13 points. That's crazy. So, over under for the first quarter today is ten and a half. I think the under gets a look there. Yeah. First half under. I took that. It was like twenty something. I'll go back and confirm that. Yeah, the way that both those teams play is that they don't jump out real quick. They kind of you kind of feel they kind of feel each other up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of like a Super Bowl game with mm-hmm. NFL teams. First half is under twenty eight. I got under twenty eight for the first. I half. I love that under. So. Especially with that stat on on the first quarter of their last four matches. So, who knows? It could come out and be completely different. But Georgia's been a slow-starting team this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like every game dating back to Florida, they've let the first touchdown be scored on them, and then they just win. Yeah. And and they – you know, they've started slow a lot of games. Um, So, if they start slow today – I think Bam will probably start slow also. So, I mean, I I think it's a good thing, a a great look that under first half and even that first quarter under is a – that's a low number. I mean, that's that's very few points. But it would have hit the last four times they played. Um, So, definitely something to look at. Uh, I think they're – I mean, these things are pretty even across the board uh, on all the matchups. So, I I think it's just going to be super tight, super close, and, and too many points. I think it's a heavy quarterback lane for Georgia. That's the one. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, that's why I'm picking them. Alabama's, you know, one of the top teams in the country at explosive passes with Milrow. Yeah. Uh, but Georgia defends the explosive pass really well. So there's yeah. not a, a nod there for either team. Um, the only rush concept this year that's really given Alabama trouble is the power run. Georgia's only ran a power run 36 times this year. Um, they run more zone reads. And so that, that doesn't do a whole lot against Alabama's defense. Yeah. Um, also, McConkey and Bowers are questionable, along with the starting defensive end and starting defensive back for Georgia. So Georgia has four, uh, you know, starters that might not be playing, or two of the defensive ones aren't playing for sure. But McConkey, um, and Bowers are questionable. So I mean that that hurts them. Let's have this so, little discussion. Too. Let's have this little discussion too. 
the game's at three. We fast forward to 7 p.m. today, and Nick Saban's hoisting the SEC Championship trophy. Yep. Again, because he's never lost. He's only lost one at the University of Alabama. Alabama hasn't lost an SEC Championship game since 2007. 2008. Um, 2008, you're right. They, they sucked in 2007. That was yeah, the year. Seven and six. I know. They lost um, to Ewell Monroe. But, um, yeah, I thought – Thomas is an Alabama fan. He should he should know. I'm just not at all. What what's that flag on your wall over there? That's the state of Alabama. This is also Galloway's like business room that I'm doing this in. None of this time. I see some Bama stuff all over the walls. But um I think the SEC gets left out depending on the result of the Big 12 title game. I think Texas has to lose for Bama to get in. I just don't know. I I tend to agree with you. Like this, these teams are hold on. These teams are built to compete with one another in every single facet, and that's why it's going to be a close game. I still think like Georgia probably wins, doesn't cover in agreement to y'all. But man, I think it's so tough to say that you leave out the SEC champion. And I I see your path; it's understandable. But man, could you imagine if there's no SEC team in the playoff? It's not that hard to imagine. We're not going to let it happen. If Bama beats Georgia, they're going to they're going to jump Texas. I mean, it's they're not going to leave an SEC team out. They'll leave Texas out before they leave Alabama out. See, Even with the head to head, I think at this point in the season they're going to argue that was early in the year. Alabama has gotten better since that game. We think if they played today, Bama would win. Bama has the best win in the country now, beating Georgia, who we have ranked number one. All right, so hypothetical if that's the case. If if Alabama and Texas are playing on a neutral site, who do you think's favored today, and by how much? Alabama. We can. T- I, we can. I'm gonna look up the power rankings and see what the line would be. Yeah, do that. Yeah, do it. Give me a few minutes, y'all. Um, um, that's also the other option. Like that's the thing I said too. Is like, what is the final score of the Bama Georgia game? Is it Bama 56 to 10? Because then, yeah, Bama's jumping everybody. But if Bama if Bama ekes out a narrow, controversial win, like 17 to 14 on a play that shouldn't have happened or whatever, would it surprise you if they kept Bama at, what, seven and then just dropped Georgia to four and then no. kept the SEC team that way? Because then you're comparing Georgia, Alabama, and Texas all together. Yep. I don't envy the playoff committee's doomsday scenario decision. Like, someone's going to get screwed. Yeah. And it's it's very it, it's good that it is the last year because for next year we will be debating if the twelve team playoff was this year the debate for the last team in would be between Michigan I mean not Michigan between uh, Oklahoma and Ole Miss mm-hmm. because that yeah they're they're eleven and twelve right now that would be the huge debate is like does does Ole Miss have a better resume than Oklahoma does. But Oklahoma beat Texas, who is Ole Miss has only beaten LSU. Like that would be the we'd be in a very stressful stressful spot this time. Yeah, yeah we would want Texas to lose today if we're on a new, Ole Miss fans. On a neutral site, Alabama would be a three and a half point favorite over Texas today. That makes sense. Okay. I was gonna say four and a half. And Georgia would be an eight and a half point favorite over Texas today. Okay. I think that's what we're going to get. So I think I'll I'll say this: if Alabama beats uh, Georgia today, I think they could open the door for Ohio State to get in. I think they're done. 
Um, they because so here like so someone could make that argument though. Ohio State's path is, I feel like Texas and Florida State both losing and Georgia winning. That is Ohio State's path. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're exactly right. That's probably the only way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they probably would get in in that circumstance because mm-hmm. actually, I, that'd be the only one lost team left. Yeah, I think I think they unless would. they unless they decided to keep Florida State where it is, they won't. No, they put Ohio State in over Florida State. So then, you, with Florida State losing, poor Georgia would get Georgia thinking they're going to play Florida State or Texas than playing. Ohio State. Um you think what? I think Ohio State's the third best team in the country. Okay. Um so that would be in Georgia gets them in the title game or in the uh final four. That would be they did it last year. You can make an argument they they pretty much almost lost they almost lost that game last year. They were a field goal away from losing that Ohio game. Ohio lined up for the game field goal. Yeah. Yeah, I was very happy. But, um, yeah, I mean, Ohio State has the best resume out of the one-loss teams. Mm-hmm. They lost their one game to the best or the second-best team in the country. So, yeah. they I would I would say they deserve to get in in that circumstance, but I don't think that's going to happen. But. It's fun to play the, the scenarios out regardless. These will all play out within the next 12 hours. Yeah. Clear picture at 10.21 p.m. Well, we got one more final pick to do. 1 p.m., the biggest game of the Chris Beard era. Thus <laughs> far. Seven games in. Seven games in. The undefeated Ole Miss Rebels are hosting – What's Memphis's record? Five and one? Five, five, and, five and one. Oh, the five whoa. and one. I'm just now looking at the line. Go. Sorry. Five and one Memphis Tigers. I believe Memphis is only a two-point favorite. Oh, I'm seeing Ole Miss is a one-and-a-half-point favorite right now. Ooh. I've got it as a pick em. Open at Open at Memphis as a two. Right now it's at a pick em. I believe this is Memphis's first true road game this year. And, of course, as any Penny Hardaway team, they're young, they're inexperienced. It's a sellout. I think the crowd gets to gets to Memphis and Ole Miss gets another big win. And Ole Miss will be – this is my other take. The Ole Miss Rebels will be ranked in the top 25 this time in two days. Some people are saying the Rebels are going 40-0. I don't want I, I just I, – I don't want to get my hopes up yet. I just want to take this year and enjoy the ride and have no expectations. No one's going forty and zero, except maybe uh, at Kansas. Well, can't, they already lost. So. They, who they lose to? Perdon't. Really? Yeah, and Perdon't lost last night. So there's not an undefeated team left, is there? But well, didn't it's, it's, it's like it's like that's like one of the top teams. No, because UConn lost last night. Um, I mean, well, I'm going to be into college basketball again this year. I just know it. Yeah, I'm feeling we'll get some college basketball podcast. Yeah, we'll have some college we basketball. We will. I'm going to the top twenty-five real quick. Hold on. So, do we want to make a? Do we want to make some? Houston is six and zero. Houston's eight and zero, and Baylor seven and zero. In the top ten, those are the undefeated teams. Okay. The Big Twelve is going to be really fun this year. They always are. 
Yeah, but even better did, this year. They added Houston. Better. They added Houston. And Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati's a good basketball program. Yep. Next year, Arizona's going to be in the Big 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get you're gonna get an Arizona Kansas conference game, which is going to be incredible. You yeah. might even get it twice. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a good fun rivalry. Um, That's gonna be awesome. But uh, and then the big the Big Ten's getting better in basketball too. You're gonna get uh, UCLA Michigan State, UCLA Michigan. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of good games there too. Do you think uh, Howard's on the hot seat at Michigan? Will. No, he's had some help. He hasn't even coached this year yet. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but they've been uh, – Phil Martelli, long-time St. Joe's coach, mm-hmm. the uh, head coach right now. Um, I think this year is kind of a wash, and then next year will be kind of the the telling point. Okay. But truth be told, he can leave for an NBA job whenever he wants it. Teams okay. want him really bad. Yeah. So It would not surprise me at the end of this year if he just goes, yeah. So is is the Michigan athletic program in general just a pipeline for the pro leagues now? Seems like it. <laughs> sure does seem like it. But yeah. um, all right, going back to Ole Miss Memphis, y'all going to the game? It's a sellout, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Maybe thirty percent Michigan. Michigan. Memphis. He's overrating how Memphis fans travel. Memphis people don't leave the city of Memphis. There were a good Dude, amount last time, two years ago when every, they played. Here. Every Memphis game I've been to where it's been in the pavilion, a lot of Memphis people have showed up. There's a, there's always a good amount. There's There'll be 30%. Crowd. There'll be 30% Memphis blue in the stadium today. Yeah. Of course, everyone else will have on Ole Miss red. Harvard, Harvard red. That's right. Harvard of the South. <clears throat> Kind of. It's going to be a fun game. <laughs> I'm going to – realistically, Memphis should win this game. I think I, I saw the King Palm thing that um, Memphis has like a 61% chance to win. I like Ken Palm way better than the ESPN metrics. Uh, yep. ESPN suck. ESPN's metrics, yeah, aren't very good. But um, I was having that conversation. Yeah, let's, let's sit on ESPN for a minute. Just everything they do kind of sucks. Their well, app that's what sucks. happens when you let Disney buy you. Like the app sucks. Their streaming sucks. I uh, had some some family from Gainesville or some family from Florida. All their kids went to UF um, or are still at UF in town for Thanksgiving. And they're like, oh, they're giving us a, a 40% chance to win this game versus Florida State. And I go, that metric is such BS. Like, don't even look at it. That's about how uh, I would have thought it, though. I mean, they had a good chance to win that game. They did have a good chance to win. Like, I'm not saying that at all. Like you can make an argument. It was more like 50% in some cases, like that game was down to the wire, but I, yeah, I don't really like the ESPN metrics behind that, the percentage and everything. Yeah. But I think Memphis wins. It'll be close. It'll be fun. It'll be kind of a preview of what's expected and like what's coming at Ole Miss. But I think that's what this year is going to be like as a whole. This team's going to play hard. They're going to continue to improve. If Murray's eligible, it changes everything, but we don't know that yet. Um, but, yeah, I'm trying not to get emotionally invested in this team quite yet. Um. So I thought that Tuesday night – was it Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, it was Tuesday. Tuesday night was a step up in class for Ole Miss, um, a team that was in the NCAA tournament last year. Of course, they lost a lot, like everyone. But – that it was a step up in class ACC team. Uh, Ole Miss was a two point favorite at home hosting North Carolina State. 
Uh, I thought that was a great litmus test, and they blew it out of the park. Chris Beard postgame said, uh, without watching film, Ole Miss probably played 30 to 33 minutes of Ole Miss basketball, mm-hmm. whatever that means. Uh, he said in the previous games, we'd only been getting about 20 minutes of Ole Miss basketball. So Beard was very confident, seemed very excited in the win and the performance of the team. Also, they're adding Cisse. Um, so Ole Miss. Former Memphis basketball player, by the way. Are they trending up? Is Ole Miss trending up? Beard I seems think they to, are. So he thinks yeah. they've get, gotten better. He said they think they've been practicing better. They're confident. Coaching staff is confident. Players are confident. Um, you get a big win, and now you host this team. You're going to have a great crowd. It's going to be loud. Um, th- th- this is what what you want and what you expect. And uh, Chris Beard has a track record of winning these games. Um, yeah. So I'm actually going to pick Ole Miss. Maybe I just have my hopes up. But I'm going to pick Ole Miss to win today. I mean, if we're talking about – sorry, Will, go. No, I was just going to say, is you, are you any of your roommates home? Yeah, they're upstairs. Can you ask when you get up there? Can you ask him how many times Alabama's lost in basketball this year? Yeah, I don't. I'll have that conversation with Galloway. The other one, I've I've learned to just say, "I'm sorry, you lost," and it's going to be okay. I'd laugh in his face. He deserves it. They lost to Clemson. I know. Just, Clemson. just, just listen, listen. That that's how I'm doing it. Okay. If y'all don't, listeners, Thomas li- lives with a uh, a child of an Alabama fan. No, he's not a child. Yeah. He's a yes. Oh, okay. So what did he what did he say to you after the old listen? Mistake? Listen, what would let's he, not what would you do let's not let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. Okay. Let's not get into it. Thomas is covering for him. What did he say? No, um, no. You can talk about it off air. You can talk about it off air if you want to, and I don't want to be around it. I am not doing this. Initiative, I can't take it. Which, which roommate? I'm not going to say his name on air, but he knows who he is if he's listening. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> he's a great man. But mm. yeah, Bama's lost two games this year. Ole Miss has not lost any games this year. Head to head, if they were to play, head to head, if they were to play, Alabama would still be favorited. They're muted talking about it right now. He was just insistent, and I was like, you can just wait till we get off. I forgot about that. Listen, I get it, and he's a great person. But, yeah, um, I mean, if we're talking about strictly coaching, then Ole Miss has a conversation to be said about having the best coaching staff on the floor, what, 90, 95% of the time versus whomever they're playing? He's He's – He's top three in the SEC. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd have Beard, Musselman, and Pearl probably up there. I'd say he's top two and he's not two. I don't know. I don't know, man. I've seen him do it. Let's see him do it again. Pearl won at two different places. Musselman has taken Arkansas to three straight Elite Eights. Um, Three straight Sweet Sixteens. Sweet Sixteens. Two out of three Elite Eights. Yeah. Um, okay, he did, the same, he did the same thing at Tech. Yeah, he's done it at one job. That's my he point. He had a rolling at Texas. He's going, he would have done it last year. You're not getting a dispute, but it still just hasn't happened yet. No, that's, okay. why yeah. that's why I'm grouping them together. But um, I honestly do think Beard's probably the best out of those three. That's who I'd rather have. But the other two have just proven it. 
yeah. to this. I also think uh, no matter what, just because of Beard's history, like, you know, Ole Miss isn't seen as a top job in college basketball. No. Uh, but we have the facilities. Uh, we have the support if you're winning. Um, we're solid on NIL. We're not going to compete with, you know, Kentucky. Kansas, Kentucky, you know, schools like that in NIL. But we can compete in, the, in with the other SEC schools in NIL on, on basketball, mm-hmm. I would think. Uh, there's not a job – at this point where Beard is now, like say he gets Ole Miss rolling. There's only so many jobs that he would you would leave Ole Miss for. Well, it's the it's the Kiffin thing too. It's the exact same conversation. Yeah, you know, obviously Kentucky calls, Kansas calls, UConn, uh, UConn. Yeah, yeah, maybe in the past UCLA, uh, Indiana, Indiana. That's where I think he'll. He's I think he's at Ole Miss about six seven years, and he gets like Indiana. Well, if he's at Ole Miss six and seven years, I'd be. Very happy. And then gets an upgrade. That probably means we went to deep in the tournament multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we'll get a young coach that's very good. Yeah. He's going to raise our profile. We're going to raise his. If he leaves, you pat him on the back, thank him for what he did. As long as he's not leaving for somewhere like Arkansas or Alabama or something no. like that. Like, no. That's when you – yeah. That's you when can you get, say You can you. get yeah. – those programs aren't like, – they aren't blue bloods. They're – yeah, right now – they're ahead of us, but I wouldn't say like historically Alabama's a better basketball program than Ole Miss. No, no, Arkansas is. They've won national championships. And- Arkansas historically is what the third best program in the SEC this I year. Yeah, I would say second. That good Kentucky one. Kentucky, Arkansas. Kentucky, yeah. Arkansas, Florida, Bama. Yeah. Those okay. Two. I would put LSU above Bama historically. Bama has like the second highest winning percentage in the SEC in history. Which is, I did not realize that. Mm-hmm. They just don't like their thing is that they'll win, they'll rack up regular season wins, but they can't win in the tournament. Yeah. Um, that's why I put them ahead of LSU. But Florida has multiple national titles. So does Arkansas. Yep. Yeah. And, but well, when I think about LSU, like they names come to mind. Like I know players that Shaq. played yeah, there. That's fair. Jack, uh, Pistol Pete Maravich, um, just to name two. Glenn Big Baby Davis. Yeah, yeah. I can't name you. A, a, I can't name a basketball player that went to Alabama outside of the one that assisted a murder. Like, I seriously can't. I'm thinking back. I, I do not. I can't think of an Jeff Alabama. Green, player that he played in the league for a little bit. Um, That's a good one. Offered Ori. I don't know who that is. He played for the Lakers. Was he good? Yeah, he was very good. Eighties um, in the eighties, Damon was really good. I believe. What'd you say? In the eighties, Bama was really good, weren't they? Eighties and nineties, Bama was a um, Bama was winning the SEC a lot. They yeah. just weren't national titles or making the final four. I'm just ignorant on Alabama yeah. basketball. And but guess Nate Oates is good for them. They'll they'll rack up regular season titles, but won't win shit when it really matters in March. I'm okay with that. Like I am perfectly fine with that. How, no one remembers regular season college basketball how good you were. You're just not remembered for that. Thomas's two roommates will. From a national perspective, people realize your success when you're in the tournament. They don't really care about conference stuff. It's like whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. From yeah, because you can go. You can even get a two seed. You know, in the NCAA tournament, people remember one seeds a lot of times, but but they'll forget two seeds. Yep. You you have a great regular season. You get a two seed, and then you lose in the round of thirty-two. 
No one remembers you from that. Yep, but everyone remembers the one seeds that lose in the round of 32. Yes. So I'm saying you can be a two seed, three seed, four seed, which means you were a, a very, very good basketball team that year. Yeah. If you don't go deep in the tournament, you're not remembered. Yep. You're relevant almost. Bama was the number one overall seed last year and got put out in the Sweet 16. Nobody's going to remember that team five years from now. Nope. No, I, I live with two people that will. Uh, national perception. Yeah, I'm just I remember Alabama was a one seed. One well, I mean, year, Galloway but... named a dog after the team that beat him in the Sweet 16. That's right. Oh, yeah. Baby Aztec. Little Aztec. Well, all right. Well, it's time to watch some football. Yeah. And basketball. Will, you want to close this out? Come on. You got well, this. I'll do the. I'll do. I'll let Addison <laughs> No, no, Will. It's your time to shine. Thanks to all seven of you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Subscribe on Spotify. Uh, Chick Fil A giveaway is still going on. We'll be posting that to share again. Um, you can still get more entries. We've been uh, racking them up this week. We had a lot of entries this week. We have. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your conference championship, and we'll be back on Wednesday.